show, the Drew and Fuse show, the Drew and Fuse show, they clean up nicely, it's the Drew and Fuse show, the Drew and Fuse show, the Drew and Fuse show, yeah they clean up nicely, yeah. Hey there. Daft Punk's back in full effect. Welcome. I'm Drew Pierce here from Cincinnati, Ohio. I am Fusamania from the Alps. How's everybody feeling today? How are you feeling, Fusamania? I know you just got back from the, the Vegas. God, I fucking hate that place. I just don't like it. Every time I go, I feel like I've probably been there at least at least probably 20 to 25 times. Like, no lie. Maybe even more. You realize you're making fun of our guest's home, right? Our I, I know, I, but he's going to say the same thing probably. He's going to say he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that, which is all the shit that I did. And, you know, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But, yeah, I took the other thing that sucks is from Cincy that the Delta, there's only red eye back. So you leave at 11 p.m. and you get in at 5 a.m. here. And, you know, that's that just sucks. But we are going to be out there here soon. We are throwing a party at Commonwealth in Las Vegas on February 21st of 2023. Uh, it's going to be a DMS takeover. We're going to be out there during Mex, but we're going to be throwing our own party uh, there at Commonwealth. That's going to be kicking off at 9 p.m. So if you guys are going to be out there, make sure you check that out. If you're already out there, just come and, come and party with us. Free for everyone. Free. Free 99. Woo! Girls, live, direct to you. You get those trading cards while you're out there. I always like to see if I got a, a Brittany or a Rebecca or we, you know. we were playing a game. So we were like all walking down the strip and we would get them and then it would be like, who would you pick if you had to just on the ones that are on the card? I always try to get the rookie card, you know, rookie Rebecca. <laughs> Ain't nobody a rookie out there in that business. <laughs> And the, the business of being a nice lady who shows up for some money. So, put in, put in a solid day's work. Can't hate. <laughs> hate, hate the game. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It ain't much, but it's honest work, right? <laughs> uh, in in but, Vegas, it is. You know, we went, let's see, what did we do? We, Sunday, I, I don't even remember, gambled some. Monday night, we went to Jewel, hung out with Shift. Shift was playing. Shout out, Shift. Yeah. Uh, then Tuesday, I proceeded to just hate my life. Got normal by Wednesday. And then, you know, I realized that I kind of hate drinking. Well, I've been enjoying um, the non-drinking. Three weeks sober. Maybe at this point, by the time this comes out, four weeks sober. Uh, still, still going. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's been good. That's good keep- because my dry January got a little wet in Vegas. And um, it just... It was just the the boost I needed to to come back here and 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 not not drink for a while. Probably until we're back out there. I'll probably have a few drinks one of the nights, but you know, that's it. I had a very adventurous weekend. I was in Mississippi, M I S S I S S I P P I. Were you playing the Shania? <laughs> yeah, any man of mine was Crush City. It was half crunch country, half down south hip hop is my wedding. It was it was a barn wedding, it was nice. Actually, they they raged. They had the, the light up pink hats and black hats that light up for the guys. Yeah, 
Uh, the coming home part was the interesting part because I had to drive to drop the gear off. And I think I was driving through the Mississippi River. It was coming down that hard. <laughs> just like, oh, shit. I think it was just like driving right through the river. It was flooded. It was yeah, insanity. you guys don't know nothing about the rain. I don't even know what rain is. Uh, that's part yeah. of the problem here in Southern California. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I just got home. It was uh, almost got that first flight out you always got to take the first flight dude i mean i know you got to take the red eye i'd take more red eyes if they had the they didn't end at like midnight you know you mm. get, it ends so i always have first flight out because it's just butthole it it is not fun <laughs> yeah you got that first class bump you got a little sleepy a little night night nice yep i I hit my my platinum status for 2023, so those was the first flight I had taken, and uh, I did get the uh, first class bump both ways, which was nice. Too bad I slept most of it, most of it, so I didn't enjoy the food or, or or free drinks, but I did enjoy the little bit more space in the seat. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, let's get to uh, our sponsors. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just a little sour right now. I'm sorry, guys. I I I'm just in full hater mode because I'm tired and uh, you know. Snap anyway. out of it. Have a coffee shop. Coffee shop. I'll take you to the coffee shop. All right. Our first sponsor. If you guys didn't know this, it's Direct Music Service, and it uh, using the promo code Drew and Few Show, that gets you thirty percent off your first month of activation. Uh, if you're a listener of the show. You haven't checked out the site yet. Uh, you should do that because you're missing out on tons of good exclusives. The website has been fire with the exclusives lately. We have a lot of great exclusive editors. So once again, make sure you check that out. Promo code Drew and Fuse Show gets you 30% off your first month of activation. Also, we have an affiliate link in the comments and video description below for Club Cannon. Uh, it'll get you $25 off a purchase of $250 or more if you want to turn those parties up to an 11. Drew, when was the last turn. party you turned up to 11? I mean, every time I DJ, obviously, but... Oh! Um, <laughs> but at this point, the club's turning it... The, the club cannon turns it up to a, a 15. All right, a 15 now. So we're at 15. Uh, all right, so we also have... Um, a little uh, promo code from Briggs Beard Company. If you guys have beards and you're wanting your beards to look a little nicer, Drew's going to demonstrate how to do this on screen right now. This is what we call the Drops of Jupiter segment. And uh, some people pay for this, uh, depending on what you're into. Drew dropping dimes all over his face <laughs> up there, getting a nice looking. Uh, use the promo code DAFS on Briggs Beard Company. It'll get you 20% off an order. He's got lots of good products for uh, the beard lovers and uh, the beard havers, if you will say. Look at that little package he got. Yeah, that's it. We also have the YOLO line. If you guys haven't called in and left us a voicemail yet, make sure you hit that up. 562-246-YOLO. We're just going to get into today's guest. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so pro high budget high budget podcast here high budget <laughs> high budget he's had residencies at excess trist 
uh, rehab pool parties performed with artists such as Little John, Rehab, Knife Party, Slander, Dioro, Bass Jackers, Too Short, Fetty Wap, and more. Uh, he saw nightlife shift in San Diego. So not only did he have residencies in Las Vegas, but he, he went out to San Diego and ha- held residencies at Park and Oxford Social Club. He also held international residencies uh, in China. You can also hear him live on the air at Las Vegas 98.5 KLUC Club 98.5. Please help us welcome Mike Carbonell. What's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> I hear the crowd. I hear it. That was good. Fast forward intro, but it was good. It was good. Uh, <laughs> sweet. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, the bio is. It, no, no, I know. You know. I know. It goes on for days. It's an impressive. Uh, it's, um, that's the hardest thing to do is to shorten your bio right because of years of i mean i've been djing for over 20 years now and it's just so hard to like it it is hard i i keep narrowing mine down because i think does anybody read these fucking things you gotta almost just bullet point it you know and also i have to make a new epk also and i mean that one was a little i mean i don't know about four years a lot's changed since then a lot so True, but mm-hmm. I will give you props where it is. Is mm-hmm. that's the most impressive EPK we ask for them every single week, and you actually had one a, and it was it was it was sweet. If I was looking to hire somebody, I'd be impressed. So okay, you know, Appreciate step up that. your EPKs, guys. It does help. It does help. Would you would you say having the PDF is the move, or having it just like a a a, a link on your website? I think all versions are key, if possible. Uh, before that one, I had one that was more of a virtual one, so it was kind of like video, and then it would be like a slideshow and stuff like that, make it look oh dope more presentable. You know, PDFs are great too because you know, depending where you are, maybe you don't have the best internet, so you can't download as quick. Right. So I think it's Which, good to have both. Very good point that you have yeah. there, because uh, yeah. I I'm curious because you said it's it's been a long time since you had it, and right. I'm wondering. How many people are opening PDFs on their phone, right? I still do. I do too, because we're old and we understand technology. Right. But I wonder <laughs> these these young these young kids these days if they even know what the fuck it is. So right. I don't know. What's uh, a PDF? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm asking out loud because I'm wondering for myself as you evolve it. Is there mm-hmm. a new thing the kids are going to be like? Oh, that's the new thing that I want. No, no, everyone always asks me for my IG account, but you know, even that doesn't really say much, you know, these days. So, right, unless you uh, make it very influencer-ish style, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> which I'm horrible at, by the way. You know, <laughs> that's why I just do the EPKs; they're a little easier, you know. I try to be influencer-esque. <laughs> no, it's hard though. It's a lot of picture it's hard taking out here. It's a lot of picture yeah. taking. <laughs> so. I always say yeah. I'm a poser in real life, but I'm a terrible poser in front of the camera. So true, true. I, I walked know, by. The I never know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I walked by the front door of Excess Sunday night, and I found every single influencer in Vegas. They were mm. just all right there, trying to get in. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a lovely scene in well, some ways. Next time, you know. I know. <laughs> next time, next time, I we didn't really even want to go to the clubs. We were with two other guys that kind of vegas rookies and they wanted to go out and uh so mm-hmm. we went out uh monday i would have been just as cool with like just eating some good food 
having some drinks and going back home or going back to the room and going to sleep every night. How but, old are you? you? Know, uh, <laughs> 975 tomorrow. Well, we're going to get into these stories yeah. here in just a little bit, but every time I go to Vegas, I hit up Mike and usually it ends uh, very, very wildly. <laughs> I don't think I remember the majority of the last ones or they all seem like one <sighs> giant party. Yeah, because it's here and in California, you know. But I'll say I'll save the funny story for okay. the first time I met uh Drew. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it for the first time as well. Sorry. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. Because <laughs> I know you don't remember. <laughs> it's a great you story. are living in back in Vegas now, correct? Yes, I am you, back in Vegas. Yeah, it was very you, confusing you were, at first. Uh-huh. You were yeah. in San Diego for a while, correct? Correct, correct. Uh all right, cool. It was uh, 2016. Uh, we we both moved to San Diego. My wife got into law school out there. That was the reason okay. why we moved there. And at that point, we just moved. And then a few months later, I got a call about going to China. So then I left San Diego. And then I went to China for a few months, came back, still going back and forth to Vegas. So I basically lived on the freeway because I drove instead of flying. You know, so I don't know. It's just easier for me. How long of the drive? Uh, it's about four and a half, you know, okay. on certain times, you know, which I don't mind because I, I like I like to drive and, you know, just listen to podcasts, catch up and stuff. So I listen yeah, to a lot of your, your guys' podcasts on there, too. So awesome. Nice. Yeah. If you go at the right time, it's not that bad yeah. of a drive. It's just certain times you could get you could get really stuck in traffic. Yeah, there's a sweet spot. Uh, my sweet spot from San Diego is 4 a.m. Yes. 4 a.m. You get out. It's four and a half. But if you go after 9 a.m., that's another like sweet spot, too. You just can't do after one. Forget it. Yeah. It's a six-hour drive after that. So if you guys want to know, you know, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> that's the same with leaving <laughs> Vegas, right? Right. If you, same thing. You yeah, at like 9 a.m. Just You have to be yeah, check out. Before 9. Before 9 or after 9. So it's 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. Oh, yeah, like sweet spot. Yeah, we're gonna get into these rapid fire questions here. And uh, if you're a listener of the show, you know sometimes they're not always so rapid fire. But we got the segment <laughs> video. We'll play it, and then we'll get into it. Well, hey there, it's Dolly, and I must say, it takes a lot of money to look as cheap as Drew and Fuse. <laughs> well, they do clean up nicely, though. Speaking of cleaning up nicely. Why don't we get into some rapid fire? Today's guest, how nicely do you clean up? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta send me uh, the link for that. I, I, I would love to do some videos like that on my streams. Uh, oh, that's that, that's. We actually met Dolly out in Nashville, and she was kind enough to record us that. Shout out to Dolly. Yes. All right, so getting started with these rapid fire questions, we have a newer one we've been asking people, and uh, we'll get, we'll kick it off. And it's if you had to pick one song as your theme song, if you're walking out of the uh, into the wrestling ring, what would it be? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. It's like saying your 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 favorite song, and it's it's that's like the hardest question to ask a DJ. You know, it's just I was thinking about it too, and I'm like, I really don't know. I just I don't know. I guess it would be something. Maybe something know. you play on your stream. Maybe I don't know. That's something you open with. Uh, Fat Man Scoop. It'd be hard Put your me. fucking hands up. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it'd be definitely some kind of party starter 
intro or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a, for me, it would depend on what day you caught me on because I might. Yeah, be yeah. It's just, it just depends. You know, it depends. where it's like I'm I mean, coming out to the weather girls. You know? like everybody likes party up. That gets everybody going, no matter what. You know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the YMCA. There's, there's all. There's all. All I do is win. That's another good one. Like, there's there's so many records. I mean, geez. Yeah. It's so hard. I'm trying to. Think it's always the for me. It's always the ones where like uh, if I'm watching wrestling and somebody comes out to like interesting song, like uh, CM Punk would come out to Cult of Personality, right. which I always thought mm-hmm. that was great. Like, I don't know. I like Fifty Cent's "What Up Gangsta." Like, that's good. That's oh, great. All right. You know, that's a great that, one. Like that one. That's a great intro. It starts off hard and then it builds yeah. up. You know, and then yeah, that is a good one. Chorus, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great album too. Great album. Yes, that is a great album. Yeah. That's probably the last album that I bought. You know. <laughs> so. Um. Let's see. Okay. So we know you're in Vegas, and um, if we were to visit you, uh, which I'm gonna try not to visit anytime for a while <laughs> after we're out there next month. Uh, where would you take us to eat? Where what's a good local spot? Well, I know a lot of people say taco spots, and I'm you probably heard them all. So uh-huh. I'm gonna go with have you guys heard of bootleggers? It's Italian food, 24 hours. No, 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 that's a that's a great spot. It's a local spot. Uh, I know a lot of people go there late night. Uh, they got the best spaghetti meatballs, decently priced, great drinks, great atmosphere. So bootleggers, it's on the Las Vegas Strip, all the way down by the the South Outlets. Awesome, right not too far. I you can Uber. To. It's like a five minute Uber. You know, but I have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the that's great after drunk food. But uh, yeah, one of the places... I had no idea that that twenty four hour Italian food existed till I moved here. You know, so one of the places you took me to, which was a terrible idea, was Fa <laughs> after a night of drinking. Well, fuck and... along. That's another <laughs> one people say too, right? So yeah. Wait, wait, what was it? Because I was it fuck them long. I'm pretty sure I took you there. I'm pretty sure. Fuck them on. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yes. The, the, see, the names are a genius. Fuck them on. Fucking long, yeah, but fucking long. Sure yeah. it is. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah, that is an amazing name. That's a very popular spot. Uh, I know everyone talks about Taco Taco too. That's another great spot. Warren t- Warren's Local. taken me there before. I yeah. I did the typical tacos al gordo last night before. That's good back. too. Yeah. It was good. good. Too. Always good. And they open up a new one uh, on the southwest side of the strip, and usually there's nobody there, and it's open late. So if you guys oh, ever want to go nice. on the other side of the strip instead of you know the original one, what's that by? What hotel is that by? Uh, no, that's in Town Square. If you guys are familiar oh. with that, by Town Square, yeah. Okay. It's really good. Same quality oh. food. It's great. Well, fuck him long. <laughs> uh. What would be your favorite remixer or producer? And you don't have to, you could pick multiple and you don't have to think DJ here. You could think just music in general. I like Walker and Royce's stuff. Okay. Like all their, all their house music is really good. I love playing their stuff. And I play a lot of their stuff on my streams and people love their stuff. But, uh, you know, I know Cheyenne Giles is really good too. Noctu yeah. does very well. I mean, there's so many editors, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, but, totally. Yeah, Cheyenne and Knock too are definitely yeah. putting putting in work right now. They they're. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows them. You know, all us yeah. DJs. You know, he's making a point this year. <sighs> Fuck man, that, yeah. that new I believe it. The chain smokers and yeah, he's yeah. definitely putting out a lot of shit. So Shake Shut also, up. he does really good work. Let's say you're uh, playing at a bar. 
you're starting to notice the the crowd is leaving. You're losing the crowd, and it's just a party bar. Uh, what is the song that you would drop to get people to come back to the floor? Chris party Stylus up. coined this. Term. <laughs> <laughs> party up, party up, party up. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's it always works. It always works. Stylus Chris uh, coined the term on the show a parachute song, yeah. or if you're free falling. It's a song that you pull the parachute to to help slow things down, and I liked that term. So party up. That's a good, a good one. It, I mean, Always when perfect. has it ever gone wrong for you? Besides if you play the dirty version, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you play the whole song, or you play just, I play the, uh, hook. just the, the hook and then out? The be- yeah, the beginning and then the hook at the end, meet me outside, meet me outside, have like a cute Cash me outside. outside. You know? Ca- like, cash yeah. me outside. Oh, I don't... <laughs> I haven't played that version in a long time. <laughs> I played it maybe once, and that was about it. Who made that one? I forget. I think Diggs did it. I know I a lot of people were doing them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How far has that girl came from Cash Me Outside to just, it's wild to think that now. But anyway. She's a, she's a Bob Barbie instead of Bad Baby. Bad Baby. Bad, oh, Bad Baby. I thought it was Bob that? Barbie. Uh, ba- it's, it's spelled B-H-A-D. B-H-A-B. I.e., it's bad baby spelled stupid. You need yeah. we need a, a, a party up with her verse on it. How tight would that be? Right? Her verse? Which yeah, verse? Yeah. So it's the DMX hook into Bod Bobby or baby, whatever. <laughs> she does the, the verse, hook out, and then cash me outside. How about that? This, this is uh <laughs> that's the Drew Pierce piss people off edit. <laughs> so that would be like, like a that would be like one of your Frankenstein edits, right? Something yeah, like that. there like, it is, dude. I think that's number one on every pool right there. Good. I mean, bringing it back. We're gonna have. I, I, I've heard worse things. I mean, <laughs> Drew's gonna have people searching for the "Cash Me Outside" yeah. girl. Oh man, don't do it. Don't Google. Don't Google it. She's uh, she's gonna be on the show here shortly. Just pay, stay tuned. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> She's rich though now. She rich, rich. So rich, rich. Good for her, I guess. I don't know. Maybe not. I think she's kind of like the definition of a sellout. But <clears throat> anyway. I, good for her. If good you got her. famous off Doctor Phil, I would be selling the shit out of everything <laughs> that I could, bro. It's Doctor Phil, and then she managed to go viral. I, yeah. I'm not even. I'm not even hating. You know, Doctor Phil's trashing himself. So. She just a little bit, uh, yeah, yeah. She she capitalized. I think Doctorville's worse than her. I'll give her that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's see here. Uh, a left turn song that you like to play. I don't know. I like that. Uh, what was that one song? I gotta look for it. I know I type it in. You're gonna what edit this, the, right? What did <laughs> yeah. the fox say? Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Like I really like playing this one, uh, the the Tusa by Carol G and Nicki Minaj, but but it's like a salsa remix, and I do play it in like open format clubs, and it does go off. I don't know if you guys heard it before, but uh, it's uh, it's a Juan Fran edit. I don't even know where I got it. And what was the name of the song again? I'm writing this down. It's a Tusa T U S A, Carol G. Oh yeah, Nicki Minaj. But it's a it's like a salsa edit. And I do I play the... it in big rooms, and it goes off. I mean, I believe it. 
I believe it. You know, especially, good... especially because a lot of people are playing more Latin music anyway. And that's like something that people don't expect. Yeah, I like that left turn. I can see that working for sure. It does work. So, uh, DJ, you DJ full time. That's what you do, correct? Yes. If you weren't DJing full time, is there something that you would be doing different? Or were you doing something different before you became a full time DJ? No, I've always loved to DJ. I love to do creative stuff. But if it wouldn't, uh, I guess it would probably be cooking, be a chef or something. I thought about getting into that. You know, I've been thinking about it for the past couple of years, actually, now since since the pandemic happened. I was just kind of thinking, OK, what else can I do if this doesn't go back to normal? You know, so I thought about yeah. doing all that, maybe going to culinary school or sharpen up those skills, you know, right. <laughs> actually learn, actually learn the different, you know, terms of like cutting and stuff. You know, I'm yeah. pretty sure I could do it off YouTube, but, you know, I'm more I learn quicker if I see it in person. Is there a go to meal, a specific meal you got? That's like your your staple your specialty. Yeah, I love making soups. I do. I do a pretty good uh, alboniga soup, meatball All right. soup. Yeah. All My right. Spanish isn't that great. So sorry if I sound funny. <laughs> I just agreed. <laughs> we would love to hear. A funny or amazing DJ story, maybe a memorable night from the DJ booth. Anything you got. It could be a, a horror story, too, a night that went wrong. Well, I wanted to save that for the first time I met Drew. Because <laughs> I don't think he remembers. Yeah, I don't so... remember this. <laughs> I Okay. So I, have this a, his... <laughs> I, I have a clue of it not being uh, great, but we'll, I, uh, <laughs> we'll I see. Mean, it was great. It was great. Because we've never <laughs> met before, but we, we've known each other through... Uh, you know, uh, DJ sites and stuff like that, you know, or edits and, you know, whatnot. And um, shout out to uh, Al Squared and Mike Joer because yeah. they got me into Heat nightclub in Anaheim and you were celebrating your birthday. I don't know which birthday it was, but let's just say it was like 11, maybe 12 years ago, something like that. It probably maybe. wasn't even his birthday. He just <laughs> celebrates like it's his birthday every night. Well, it, I think it was a flyer. It was like your birthday or something. I kind of remember. It was, I think it, it was, was my birthday. birthday. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But uh, which at that club, they I used yeah. to definitely take more shots, and especially on my birthday, they were trying to get me trash. Mar Mario, one of the lighting guys, would really help us out with that too. So, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember uh, I I got booked, and I was got put in the side room. I don't know what that side room is called, but I was DJing and. You know, it was, I was killing that night and, you know, the main room was good. It was a good Saturday night, you know, right. And uh, Mike comes like, hey, man, it was like 12, I think. It's like, hey, man, I need you in the main room. I was like, I was like, oh, what's up? Like, what happened? It's like, oh, Drew, man, you know, it's his birthday. Uh, I just need your help, man. Can, can, can you put a, put like a mix on or something? <laughs> you know, oh. and then we're going to switch the music over. I'm like, uh, yeah. So I'm packing up my stuff, you know, we're still, you know, kind of on vinyl and records and stuff. And then. I remember grabbing my bag and walking up, and oh, man. Drew has like the biggest smile on his face, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey!" <laughs> I don't even think he knew who I was because I don't think we ever met face to face. So, oh man, and I was like, "What's up, man?" He gave me a hug and everything, and then all I know is like, "Hey, man! Hey, hey! Thank you, man! Thank you, man!" He just kissed, patting me on the back. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Rubbing my back. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, no problem, bro. And then all of a sudden, he just starts getting like kind of carried out by two security guys a little bit. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, all right, Drew, don't worry, man. I got it. <laughs> it's always that one shot where the lights just come out. The yeah. lights, it's like, okay, and we'll turn this off. The party is over. 
but it worked out. I mean, because the next month uh, they had me headline, so that was cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, thanks, Drew. You're welcome. <laughs> you up. <laughs> what year so was that, that around? Was I don't remember? know, man. It was like twelve. I don't know, man. I mean, I was yeah. I would guess time, eleven or so. twelve. Okay, okay. It might have been twenty twelve. 10, 11, or 12, one or right around that era. It was the peak of the peak EDM era. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Makes sense. What about is there any stories that you could, you could t- tell or share with us from the days at uh, Trist Excess? And then also, we want to hear about, you know, being a resident uh, in Asia at, over at chi- in China and how that went okay. as well. I'm trying to think of a good story or a funny story, but. I mean, usually it's just guys that are just unprepared. You know, these headliners, they just come in with a USB and they're just like, so I'm working, figure it out. And I'm like, you figure it out. Like, you know, like stuff like that. Everyone's always un- unprepared, especially uh, artists, you know, performers are yeah. just always unprepared, man. It's just the worst. So, and they always blame it on you. Everyone looks at you, right? So, totally. I guess stuff like that, you know, but as far as funny, I, I want to add to that because I was you know. doing a wedding and I and I feel like every time I do a wedding and I work with a band, they always mm. forget the fucking cable. They have nothing. They just show up with like exactly, maybe their yeah. keyboard and they yeah. have absolutely nothing and they have no idea. And they go, well, don't you have the cable? It's like I don't have a magic bag right. of fucking cables to make it work. Who doesn't come prepared at all with anything? You know, it drives right. me crazy. Even artists yeah, like I, that. It's like, yeah. what do you expect? You're getting paid money. Have a fucking cable. Right, right, you right. Know? No, I, I, I always decline performing with an artist now. I just, I just, I just don't want to deal with it. It's just too much stress on me. And, you know, I'd rather them have their own DJ. And even their own DJ sometimes aren't prepared either, you know. But it's totally. Like... When you were performing with these guys, were they, uh, so they'd show up and you were just expected to have all their instrumentals right. or were you just, right? You just always. They just assume everything, you know, like, hey, you know, what's God like, wh- if you don't have it, you know, can you get it? I'm like, how am I supposed to get your instrumentals? <laughs> like, how? Like, you got to send them to me. You know, it's really easy. Just email. You know, there's, there's really no excuse. I mean, would you just play the original tracks? And they sometimes, just yeah, I would just do that. And then, you know, even then it's like, oh, man, I don't have a dirty version or I don't have the album cut or you know what I mean? Right. Because. Right. So. I think that's another reason why I stopped downloading uh, intros and outros because people want to hear from the one, you know. Right, right. Totally. But I feel like more um, than ever, like, am I downloading just regular versions of the song and, and playing it? It's like uh, I was explaining to somebody the other day. I was like, you know, if you play Drake, Rich Flex, and you try to, like, mix it in, it doesn't work. But if you drop it from, like, somewhere in the beginning before the right. beat hits, it, it works. It's just right, right, it's, right. Well, it does make your sets more dynamic too. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like sneaking it in, or you know, having that cue point, you know, with that drum roll, boom, and drop it. You know, like that makes it flow a lot better. But as far as intros, yeah, I don't really use them because I mean, I don't. When I'm on the radio, I don't really play hip hop or pop music. It's mostly like uh, dance music and house music. I don't really download the intros anymore. And and you're streaming a lot. We're gonna get to that here in a second, but. Okay. Uh, you're streaming. It's it's just across the board, right? You're just playing everything. Yeah, mostly house of, music, yeah. dance music, hip hop. Most of the time, people like throwbacks, like two thousands. What else? I do a lot of Latin too. You know, uh, I do some uh, alternative rock sets. I do that too. 
before we get too far into the the streaming because we do want to talk a little more about that uh we have one more rapid fire question oh, for okay, you sir. and that would be um a one word non-curse word that you use if you call somebody something <laughs> and there's kids around what would it be i don't know and you could be I, like Fuck them i'm kids. not invited to kids parties <laughs> i cuss too much <laughs> I tell my friends all the time, I'm like, yo, there's a there's a two two year old birthday party. I'm like, how come you didn't invite me? He's like, eh, that's not your thing, Mike. I'm like, I'm like, because <laughs> I talk to kids like they're adults. You know, I don't have children, so, and when I do, I talk to them like they're adults. But obviously, I, like I don't that. cuss at them. But if anything, I say punk a lot. I'm like, why why are you being there? You a punk? go. That's perfect. Like, you know, yeah. that's, like, that's a perfect word. We're we're running yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the best way I can. No, it's great. Since we're talking a little bit about streaming, we're going to run this. Uh, this is a Drew Pierce super high quality streaming video that he made from back when we first started the show here. And we're going to air this and then we'll talk a little more about streaming. Let's go streaming now. Everybody's learning how. Come on and stream with me. Come on and stream with me. There you go. High quality so production. Right high there. quality. man. Is that 4K? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was working. <laughs> Got that on my drone, my 360 drone. It's awesome. Who was surfing? You? <laughs> that was me. Yeah, I was holding the the 360 stick up. No, he had it on follow mode, where it like it's following him. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> he didn't even have to do anything. He just targeted himself. <laughs> so you're That's still great. big in the the Twitch game. You're you're basically streaming seven uh, every morning. Is that uh, what it is? Four times a week, Monday through Thursday. Yeah. So Mondays and Wednesdays at one, Tuesday and Thursday at eight, all Pacific time. Okay. Okay. Uh, and um, yeah, I love I love the community. Yeah. I haven't been on Twitch a lot since the pandemic. And I think Drew <laughs> said it earlier that it reminds him of of COVID. And I oh. get what he means because uh, every time I do find myself watching it, it makes me feel like that kind of because that was so big in that time. So I kind of get what he means when he's saying that. But how many people are, what's your average stream? How many people are, are you usually playing two or four uh, right now? Maybe average, according to Twitch, about 50. It was a little better before. But now that the you know, now that everything's opening up, a lot of people slowed down platform, a little, you know, yeah. So. So that's understandable. And usually every summer it dips because everyone's traveling. So yeah. usually in the winter time it climbs. So like uh right now it could probably climb up to maybe 65, 75, you know. Okay. I'm still trying to reach partner, you know, but it, it is gotcha. getting harder and harder. You know, they are changing things on Twitch for the platform. So you are an affiliate currently. I am then. an affiliate, yeah. So you can still monetize somewhat yes. and just not as much as uh the partner level. Right. But even that, that has changed a lot. You know, the percentage. Oh, really? But. So do you, I would think you would get a pretty steady crowd from the hours that you're doing because people are either listening right. at work or getting ready or whatever. And it's like a fun, I, it's a, I think the time slots that you picked are perfect. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, the mornings are great. A lot of people kind of just turn me on like the radio, you know what I mean? And they just listen. And then if I say something crazy, they'll chime in and get them, get them out of what we call, get them out of lurk more uh, lurk mode to like chat and be like, what the hell did you just say? Like, you know, it'd be like a funny dad joke or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. So do you find yourself like DJing on there? Or do you find it more like, it's like more like a, a radio kind of show where you're talking and you're just kind of playing songs or both. 
I'm just kind of playing songs. I'm, I'm definitely a lot slower as far as the mixing goes. Uh -huh. It's not club style because you're looking at a lot of things. You're paying attention to the chat. You're reading. You're talking. And sometimes you're doing all three at once. And then I get things confused. I'll sandwich words together randomly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's more like a radio show. But I definitely like to talk to people. And I just uh, ask about, you know, how is your day? Or what do you think about that new show on Netflix? Or, you know, just regular stuff you know yeah yeah sometimes i'll get into dj topics with other streamers yeah i was hanging uh, out with chris cox the last time i was in vegas um he i was at his house and he was doing his his twitch show and it kind of it blew my mind i think i've said it on this show before but you know chris was doing it way more like a radio show where he would play right. a song and talk and tell some facts about the song and I was like, man, I really missed the boat on this Twitch thing because when I mm -hmm. when, you know, the pandemic happened and everybody was on there, I'm like really trying to DJ on there. And like it just wasn't it for me. But had I maybe right. heard him done what he was doing, you know, then I, I probably would have been a lot more into it because I thought it was super interesting and what he was doing was super fun. And, you know, his shows yeah. are great. And uh, when you're playing dance music and house music, you know, the songs are a little longer and you got time to chat a little bit you know as, as far as a regular club set you'd be running through songs a lot quicker you know everyone always yeah. says when they see me and at my gigs are like damn like like I, di I didn't know you like dj that way i was like yeah I, I dj way differently than i do on twitch than you know at at a nightclub or a bar yeah. what's your twitch setup look like Are you running uh, multiple laptops you have how what does that look like i have a gaming pc because i do use green screen so it needs to be, you know, pretty beefed up with the RAM and, you know, the graphics card has to be really high. I still use a, a GoPro Hero 7 Black just because I can have the HDMI outs, you know, that and lighting, 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 lighting is very important. <laughs> so but other than that, yeah, then I'll have a, you know, iPad with my, I use Streamlabs. So, you know, there's OBS, but I use Streamlabs yeah. and they have an app that you can punch in, you know, the different scenes and stuff like that. Kind of like a stream deck, it, but on an iPad. Yeah. You pretty much have your streaming set up ready to go, you know, at a place where you don't have to set anything up. You just turn it on and go. No, yeah. I, I might just move the camera a little bit because, you know, it, my, my place is kind of small. Yeah, It looks big on screen, but, you know, I'm kind of in a corner. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. I have to make some room, you know. I got cats, so they love wires and stuff. So. <laughs> When I was streaming, I was inside of a closet and I had green screened the whole thing. And it, I mean, it it worked for what it was. You know, it looked like it was big. So I, I get right. it. There's tricks. There's tricks. There's tricks. It's it's really <laughs> cool. I, I respect what you're doing. And I, I think the consistency is so important um, for any guys that maybe like Fuse miss the boat and want to jump back onto it. It's Is there still a chance? Yeah. A lot of people are, are coming back. You know, or starting from the ground up, it is a lot easier to get to affiliate with help. Like uh, I know a lot of people still do Twitch crawls and raid trains, and you know that does help to get yeah. you to affiliate quicker. You know, yeah. And I, if you just ask for help, I mean, we can save you a lot of time. You know, troubleshooting stuff. Have you ever right, thought I'm about putting a hot tub in your house and? <laughs> And I have a I have a hot tub <laughs> scene. I do have that. <laughs> I'm just like in a hot tub, like floating around. <laughs> you know, I got I got my cats right there hanging out. Like <laughs> once this hype train gets to a level five, I'm gonna strip yeah. out of these clothes and get into the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, level <laughs> level five high pains. I still I still honor those with a shot. So those are fun. Like today, <laughs> like I just got done oh, streaming. Wow. Now I'm now I'm on here. You know, so sorry yeah. if my speech is a little weird. Or <laughs> <laughs> morning morning shots. You do the the espresso. The what is it? The cold brew. Jameson cold brew. I don't do Jameson, but I do tequila, and oh, I chase it with okay. coffee. <laughs> don't they there's like a uh there was the cafe patron too it's like it's, another it's kind of like xo yeah like xo yeah yeah. XO. yeah yeah that was that was popular for a, for a little bit you know yeah uh their other one is the van gogh vodka i think it's vodka it's like coffee flavored it's i mean if you're into it it's cool uh but <laughs> I like I don't know. the JMO cold brew. I throw a little bit in the morning. I don't think I've tried. I have, I've never tried that one. No, let's. I'll try. It's it. good. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. It's a good coffee. Yeah. What are your other? Uh, what uh, What else do you have to do if if that kind of stuff happens? Do you have anything? Anything else? Uh, we had Brian Guinness. That was uh, long-winded. Brian, aka is Drew, coined him at a bar here in Cincy <laughs> when he visited last. Uh, he, he's in my streams. I see him in there. <laughs> He like, said that you have different different ones you have to initiate doing a shot. So rules are rules. Oh, okay. The rules yeah, are rules a, emote. Was yeah, I started uh, rules are rules emote. So when I first started streaming, you know, it was like, okay, uh, if I get a level one hype train, you know, I'll do a shot. You know, if I get a raid, I'll do a shot. You know, this is 2020, by the way. We're inside, you know. Oh, of I'm course. just trying You're to make it far. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. But as I, I started getting a little more popular, I had a dial back those rules you know, because there's no way i'm doing a shot per level anymore <laughs> like, yeah no way no way so really four days a week that, but yeah so <laughs> so usually I, yeah no it, it becomes a lot you know I, I definitely dialed back a little bit so i make it made it harder for people you know like if i get 100 yeah. people in the chat i'll do a shot it's like thing yeah. do you find yourself watching a lot of twitch still as well just being a part of the community yeah, that's very important. You have to be part of the community. You know, you got to chat a little bit. I mean, I know you can't be in everyone's chat, but as long as you show up, say hi, maybe drop some bits or a sub, you know. Yeah. You have to be part of the community. Who's uh, who's some, some of your favorite channels to tune into? Oh, man, there's so many. I know Scenes is really good. Scene uh, is still during the day as well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's so many like uh my friend bounce from miami he's got great visuals too like i mean i'm probably gonna get in trouble there's so many people i want to name but <laughs> it's just no i understand yeah. put it on the spot we're putting him <laughs> on the spot but <laughs> you're like yo why didn't you mention me i'm gonna get it watch when this comes out like, <laughs> i'm gonna get it <laughs> but, we're putting yeah. you on the spot but yeah i i Maybe it's something, uh, something to do. Maybe it's something we need to revisit. Fuse. It's a a, a, yeah. a monthly pop up show. Show that works too. A, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to, to be every day. It's almost better than, you know, putting out a mixtape or whatever. Just being revel- relevant, and you know, people can see your skills. Totally. Because who's listening to mixtapes anymore, right? Yeah, I just kind of treat it like the radio now. You know, I'll just put them on, and then, like I said, if I hear something crazy, I'll jump in the chat. You know, and yeah, talk. Most of the time, I'm just kind of listening and doing other stuff, making edits. I mean, it's kind of hard because when you're making edits and you're trying to listen, you know, it's, it gets confusing, you know, <laughs> totally you know, DJ stuff. Right. So, <laughs> well, well, I'm going to uh, play this uh, travel video we have here, and then we want to talk to you a little bit about some travel tips 
and uh, what playing in China looked like. So uh, we're going to air this, and then we'll, okay. we'll talk yeah. about that. Great Scott! Hey there, Drew and Fuse! It's me, Doc Brown! Quick, jump in the DeLorean! We need to get this episode up to 88 miles per hour. Now, hit the flux capacitor, and let's travel to the future! <laughs> All right, another high, high quality. Production. High quality. Yeah, that's what we go for. The, the, the worse, the better. <laughs> Top-notch production here. I was like, what language is he speaking? You know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's bumbling, Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Travel tips, travel tips. Uh, so, well, yeah, just travel in general. You we were a resident at uh, some spots over in China. There was two or three, uh, I think. Yeah, that grew to about six or seven, but yeah, but, uh, those 17, 18 hour flights, I mean, the best thing to do is extra underwear, deodorant, <laughs> wipes, you know, soap, <laughs> hand sanitizer, like anything you can <laughs> to like get yourself fresh socks. Gotta have socks. You gotta have some fresh socks. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, if you don't have that Amex, you know, card and I mean, some lounges, they probably have showers, but if you don't have that, then that's your best bet because, you know, that's that's the hardest part because then you can get it delays. A 20 hour uh, travel could turn into 34. You know what I mean? You never know. Was yeah. that a straight shot or you always have a layover for that? Oh, no, there's always a layover. Well, from here, I would go to LAX or I would go to Vancouver, I believe. Yeah. And then go around and then you get to your city like Beijing or Shanghai. But then depending where in China I'm going, that would be where I would switch over to their domestic flights. We had DeVille on and he said he would do the trains. When you were over there, did you get put up? Or did you have like a resident that you it was like the permanent spot where you could stay? You could leave your bag and then hop right. over to different places. Or did you have to pack up and then go? just constantly so, living out of your suitcase yeah shout out to deville he he actually helped me out with that and you know uh, alex over at club killers they helped me out with that and uh usually what it is you you go to a club you play there for a week and then you go to the next club for a week or sometimes a month you know it just depends on what they want you know so it's kind of like uh your international residency that's that's but, that's what it'd be international dj resident you know that's what it'd be so, oh, so you're bouncing around to, so each week is, you're at that yeah, club, so you just bounce around, okay. Right, yeah, it would be like a, a nightlife group out there, and they would own maybe 50 clubs, you know what I mean? And then you would just bounce around to all the venues. You're, you're bouncing around every week to these different places, pack up and go. Are you just throwing away these old underwear, and are you able to actually stop and oh, like do laundry? Oh, no, no, no. I have or to do the, laundry because I'm there usually one month to to three months at oh, a time. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I am doing laundry, but you know, I don't. I wear basically the same thing every day, the DJ uniform, right? You know. Yep. So yeah. And out there, uh, I don't really do much washing as far as like you know, like coats and stuff, because out there, uh, it's okay to smoke in the nightclub. So it's kind of like, okay, why am, why am I going to keep washing this jacket if it's just going to smell like cigarettes anyway? Like, you know, right, but, right, you know right. that does hide the smell a little, though. Like, 
It does, but the DJ That's uniform the, was so val yeah. valuable when you you start traveling because yeah. I. I have my suitcase and it's almost always just packed because I'll just put like five mm -hmm. or six shirts in there. And then yeah. if I only use two of them, I'll go. I'm going almost every weekend. I'm traveling somewhere. So I right. open it up and it's they're already there. It's helpful. Yeah, I haven't traveled domestically a lot. So internationally, yeah, it would be I just pack a week's worth of clothes. But, you know, I roll it up nice and tight and everything. I have like a little carry on or, or a duffel bag, you know, and out there everything is, uh, you know, CDJs. So, you know. Just my laptop and some USB sticks. You know, good to go. Are DJs on Serato or is everyone kind of on Ser record box? Serato, record box. I've seen a couple guys on Serato, but mostly record box. They're mostly USB because out there they're usually doing like 60 to 90 minute sets at a time. So as a Vegas so, guy, are you comfortable with record box? Because a lot I of am. those big guys need to so you switch back and forth or do you Yeah, I I was actually just thinking about just going strictly record box so I don't have to keep you know, adding in cue points and doing all that stuff because I know Record Buddy uh stopped updating their right. I, so I I'll use okay. So. Yeah, well, they stopped updating, so it's kind of like, all right. Well, now I got the newer laptop. I don't know if it's compatible. So, you know, I just didn't want to be stuck. But, right. Yeah. I'm it's sure a, it's a, just it is a pain, like doing all your cue points and everything over and over. You know what I mean? So yeah, I can imagine. I. I I'd probably want to stick with just one too. I, I'm so embedded in Serato that I know it would I be know. tough. But I, I've I've heard Record Box has gotten a lot better. Or some of the search features on Record Box are amazing, right? Where it queues up not inside the CDJ but with the laptop. I feel like it sounds a little better too. I don't know. It just sounds more crisp. I don't know. In Record Box, yeah, maybe it's just the the quality or how it's rendered. I, I have no idea. I just. Or maybe it's just because it's a direct signal. Maybe that's what it is, you know, like out of your USB opposed to, you know, cords and, you know, doing HID mode and everything like that. Uh, are you playing with Rekordbox with a laptop at all or just strictly the USB sticks? No, it's just the USB sticks, but I am thinking about it because I know yeah. uh, I think Warren's on Rekordbox, right? He is. He, he is. is. Uh, yeah. He, uh, I thought you saw on Tractor or Virtual DJ or something like that. <laughs> possibly no i'm so. fucking with him he's definitely <laughs> we love warren man learned a lot from the guy <laughs> warren's a fucking yeah. man uh i just like to bust his balls but uh yeah he's on record box he swears mm -hmm. by it one of the features that he he was telling me which i i think i is almost enough to get me to switch is it says similar songs that you've played that right so in if you use the laptop and you play a song or you queue up a song, there's a section that'll say, you've played this song with these two or three or four other songs. Oh, wow. So that I seems pretty that. invaluable. Yeah. That. Wow, that, that, made, that would save you some time, right? I mean, if you're in a bind, oh, you know, yeah. this didn't work, this didn't work. All right, this one's, all right, cool. Next one. Yep. Try it out. Okay, it works. No, it doesn't work. All right. <laughs> Did you feel when, when you were... Uh, you know, when you would go to to China to play these clubs, did you feel there was like a law and music where it's like it's different from obviously it's going to be somewhat different. Um, but did you feel like, you know, they were behind or were they pretty current or or just in terms of music you were playing? They are a little behind, but what their goal is for these rooms is to make it an indoor festival. That's like their vibe, indoor festivals. So harder, yeah. faster, bigger, stronger, like, you know, 
yeah like all that <laughs> yeah like they just so that's why they, they run through djs like uh every 60 to 90 minutes it's just like energy 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 they're, they're like, just replaying uh, the same shit yeah like i'm playing i'm playing big room i'm playing hard style i'm playing dubstep i'm playing like you know like a lot of stuff like that you know very bass heavy very bass heavy like i remember uh, uh one of the managers he was like after my first time he's like all right well translated you know through google translate uh i read play more violent <laughs> that's like violent and i'm like okay so yeah. you just leave google translate on yeah, yeah. I love how google you're reading everything is no, that how well, you're like through, communicating with everyone yeah that and whatsapp you know has a uh translator or uh what's the other one yeah wechat also wechat it's like big in asia so I do that. There, and... There's one where your camera can actually read the read Google the Translate. Words. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So like if I go to a restaurant or it'll just hover over the menu and it'll just, you know, translate everything, you know, you got to buy What's the SIM card look like on that for to buy a, a, a oh, I didn't have a SIM card because I, I didn't, I just pay the international fees, you know? Okay. Yeah. Write it off, you know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Not a big deal. I mean, I was always on Wi-Fi anyway, everywhere. Everywhere has Wi-Fi. Everywhere. Mm. Even like the streets, like they have Wi-Fi. So it was easy to get around and talk and you know communicate. Any big takeaways? Would you do it again? Yeah, I would I would do it again. Uh the last time I went uh was in 2019. Uh I, I took a job as a music director at a at a club and it was it was like a dream job, you know, it was a great salary and everything. And at the time, the protests were happening in Hong Kong. So that affected a lot before our grand opening. And it's just kind of like, I was like, damn, you know. But it was kind of a blessing in disguise because, you know, a few months after that, you know, COVID started happening. So I could so have were you out there then. when COVID hit or? No, I left in December. Oh, fuck, dude. What about the so, timing so it was that? like Like, yeah, like it was starting to bubble a little bit. Like, okay, like. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think anything of it, you know? Yeah. But uh, then I just came back, you know, that's when everything started really happening. So it was like, like I said, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, but I would definitely jump at that opportunity again. If it was presented again, a lot's changed even internationally, you know? So. Yeah. Are they back up and running at all over there? I mean, they had a little bit. The right... Okay. It, in Hong Kong a little bit, but you know, they're not open as late, you know, kind of like the States, you know, Vegas, our clubs shut down, you know, maybe around three, four. There's no 5 a.m. nights anymore. You know, everything's kind of moving. We're going to keep it in the same segment. But what's in your DJ bag that that you're <laughs> where you're taking over there? I know. Let's you, got some... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I've been packing these uh, generic five hour energy drinks. These have been staying and living in my, oh, my okay. DJ bag. This is a good one. They're so Kirkland. if you drink. If you drink half of that five-hour energy, do you get half the energy for two and a half hours, or do you get all, or you know what? What is it? What do you think, Drew? There's, <laughs> there is not a lot that will kick my ass. And like coffee, I can drink a coffee and go right to bed, and not even be this yeah. shit. This shit will wake me up, dude. If I need to w wake up, it's like okay, this this is actually what does the trick. So it's like a gas station boner pill. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, are wow. gas station, but it's from uh, Costco. <laughs> Costco boner pills, energy shot, same thing. 
Well, got this is important. Oh my god, genius! I I have those in my bag, and I can't yeah. say enough about it. For those hand that aren't warmers. watching, hand warmers, hand warmers. dude, and, uh, DJs. If you are out, even the wedding guys, if you're outside, that those hand they warmers. Help. You don't know when you need it, but when you need it, it's like the greatest thing that's ever happened. In China, when I would go out there, it it would be kind of seasonally, right? So it would be winter out there. So it'd be like 10 degrees outside. Yeah. You know, imagine walking the streets like that. I've never been anywhere colder than Vegas. So it's just crazy. You just put them in your... your, uh, Yeah, you just put them in your pockets. (laughs) Yeah, and you just... You know, chill out because I do a lot of outdoor venues out here, so that that is very key. Even with even with gloves, it still doesn't do the the trick sometimes. So, no, those. And uh, this has saved my ass a few times. <laughs> oh, the Denon DS One, yeah, yeah, man. I I had one of those, and once Clipkit came out, I I got rid right. of it. You know, right. but so I, I have it just in case I can help someone else out. You know, I will. You know, um. Not that you need to sell it, but that thing is actually worth a, a lot of money now. I know. Because they, they were cheap when you, like, it was like, what, 200 bucks when they first came out? And yeah, now they're worth like five, 600 bucks. Because I would carry that Serato box everywhere, but but I was like, no, I need something smaller. I'm traveling a lot more. Yeah. I want something light. So that's why I went to in-ears, got rid of the vinyl, got rid of my needles. I'm like, all right, well, what else do I need just in case? I'm like. The DVS, well, just in case, because I had an older actually, laptop before I got this M1. It was a 2012 MacBook Pro. Like, yeah, it was a dinosaur. A, so I had, great, it. I had to have it. Yeah. <laughs> makes a great doorstop now. It's a very uh, fantastic <laughs> doorstop. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. calling out all the DJs still with 2012. I've had that thing for 10 years. I just got this M1 last year. <laughs> so, and it's it works great in the summer. I've tested yes. it. Yeah. So, yeah. The battery life is amazing. That Drew too. and I are both on the M- have that been too. on the M1s for a while now and they're just mm-hmm. they're awesome. Well, in Vegas you need that that to be able to send the heat and they're they're awesome with that. I actually want to talk about your in-ears. I have been thinking about getting them, but I take my headphones on and off so much and it's just because you can't they're hard to take in and out or what's the I guess, advantage I guess- I guess it would depend on what, what kind of venue you're playing at. Like uh, if you're, you know, say at excess or something, you're in a booth by yourself, you know, you could wear in-ears. But yeah. if you're somewhere closer to the crowd and, you know, you get requests and stuff like that, then I'll probably use headphones. You know, that way yeah. I can take them on and off and be like, what? Yeah, later, later. You know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no bad. bad bunny today. No bad bunny. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, here as well. But if I you're... Would... But, but, but if you're by yourself, you know, then yeah, I would definitely use in ears. Uh, I use a uh, West West Zone or West One. Uh, Warren put me onto those. Uh, these guys are Mackies. I became a brand ambassador for them when I started streaming. So they sent me some stuff. So that was cool. You know, nice, very yeah. dope. But yeah, I like in ears. I prefer them. Less volume, okay. you know. <laughs> yeah. We need to get that uh, brand ambassadorship fuse so that we can get some uh, some, some in ears. I need a lot of things. <laughs> it's like I need a lot of things, especially after Vegas, <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, Vegas! Love, love, love it and hate it. How do you survive living out there? Is it you don't go out, or you do? Not as much because 
I've been streaming during the weekend, you know, my early sets. I mean, it's kind of hard now, you know, I mean, I just turned 40, so like it's getting rough. (laughs) (laughs) And I know a lot of people are like, oh no, that's not that old, but you know, DJing in Vegas about 15 years, you know, Vegas years is different, (laughs) you know? Yes. You know, so it's just, it's a lot harder on your body, you know, because you have the double shifts and the six hour sets and, you know, it takes a toll. I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of water. A lot. I actually want to transition into talking music, Serato Top 5, your current tracks, and just talking about DJing in Vegas, the all, all encompassing. So let's hit them with the, the music, the music one. All right. Here we go. Top 5. Hey, Drew and Fuse. Hermit the Frog here. When I'm not dealing with my pain in the ass wife, Miss Piggy, I like to talk and sing with my friends. What's your top songs? new personal favorite of mine is this! It's the Drew and Fuse Show! The Drew and Fuse Show! And they clean up nicely! Because usually they look like shit! Yay! (laughs) I love that! That's probably the best one. Wow. (laughs) You look like shit! (laughs) <laughs> shout out to kermit for that one was Jim by, the way, I'm, by the way i'm jealous of your beards i shaved two days ago look at this <laughs> you, you need to get on that briggs beard you need some drop of, drops of jupiter man it, it yeah. help, me, help the beards look shiny shiny and crispy yeah if i could grow one i mean <laughs> i i used to be the same way i felt i couldn't grow one and then finally i just said fuck it and let it grow and then I feel after about six months, it started coming in a little better. It took a while, though. I did in 2020, and I just looked creepy. <laughs> I looked so creepy, and I had glasses and everything, and no, it looked bad. Like <laughs> <laughs> All I needed were those uh, 80s glasses. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, like the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix yeah, glasses. Yeah, yeah. I would totally, yeah, I would totally look like a creep. Yeah. <laughs> it was very patchy, you know. Oh my god! Yeah. And even my mustache is pretty bad. <laughs> it was missing the middle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture, but I'm not. I'm not giving anybody that. <laughs> well, we'll have to see if Briggs can uh, bring out a beard grow formula. So, yeah. Briggs, if you're listening, we need a, a grow formula. <laughs> Drops yeah. of Jupiter. Uh, let's talk music, Serato Top 5 or yeah, Record Box Top 5, whatever makes your boat happy. We like to do, you can count back from five, what's the most tracks you're playing, and I know you're streaming a lot, so. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a little different because I'm streaming, but uh, looks like my number one, and I just upgraded uh, this last year when I got the M1, so I never had play counts before. Yeah, no so, worries. So my number one is the USA Scratch Tools DJ Tool by P Bird. Okay. Because I do scratch, I do I do scratch, and I practice a lot. Perfect. Am I good. I'm I'm all right, but you know. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, the General by Mark Knight. Well, El General, you know that one. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, that one. Uh, let me see. My Spanish is horrible right now, but you know, what is it? La Remontada. And I, I can't even say all these names. Toto la, I, I only la can look at them if I'm reading them. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Them, I mean, oh, these I names, these names, I'm butchering these names. Like, they're so, like, they're so. 
So a lot of Spanish. <laughs> a lot of Spanish, like house, tech house, you know, uh, like Club Bogata. That's another one by Mercer. Play that. So that that was uh, top four. Number five, Broke Leg, Tory Lanez. Huh. Okay. Some hip-hop spots, you know. Uh, Blinding Lights, Party Favor Remix, The Weeknd. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, well, I've heard the yeah. party favorite remix. Uh, oh, it's out. good. It's good. It's uh, it's great to transition to like, well, like I said, like in my streams, I, sometimes I play drum and bass too. So I do that. Uh, I love me some drum and bass. How you feeling yeah. about that new the new Skrillex? And it's nice, right? Yeah. Is it gonna yeah. work in the clubs? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. But it's, yeah, man, I like it. Again. We'll see if like they're it. able to bring Jungle back. Drum and bass. I, I don't think I've ever seen it in seen it work in a like club though. Have you? I don't think I've ever seen the drum and bass work. Not a lot of it. Not a lot. Maybe a couple tracks, but not a lot. We it's usually a bunch shows. of old rave heads that love it. They're like right. Like I'm I'm just trying to think of uh, you know, a girl first time to Vegas, you know, she's dressed up high heels and she hears like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what do I do to this? <laughs> Exactly. You know, like yeah. Well, that's how you people dance. felt about dubstep too, you know. But you dance like that chick uh Megan uh from the, the movie, or you dance like uh Wednesday. That's how you dance. Elaine. <laughs> Elaine from Seinfeld, where there just is the... oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awkward, uh, but uh yeah, that was uh six right there. All right. Any uh honorable mentions? Let me see, just a bunch of my bootlegs and stuff. Edits, <laughs> yeah. You, mention you, those. you get a, uh, all of your customs, uh, bootlegs and stuffs on Club Killers, right? Yeah, you can. Uh, there's one called The Perfect Beat, it's pretty popular. Uh, oh, you Club Killers subscribers, make sure to go search Mike yeah. Carbonell's exclusives over there. Oh, I play this one, uh, Intentalo, it's a tribal bootleg that's very popular for a guy that doesn't speak Spanish. You play a lot of Spanish. <laughs> I mean, I'm Guatemalan, but you know, all right. Well, no, I said my Spanish, Spanish. My Spanish gets better say. as I as I keep drinking, but you know, I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't want to be like, "Yo, uh, Intentalo," you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, talk. We're gonna throw it back a little bit. We've been talking about Twitch and like current stuff, but throw it back to you know a lot of the people that listen want to play in vegas they want to have their name on a flyer you know some of the wedding guys want to be like hey i'm a vegas i played in vegas mm -hmm. explain what djing in vegas really is right the long shifts playing with high energy like what is really looked for in a real vegas time slot or set oh so okay so like a typical day like let's say a summer that's right? summer day okay. yes please okay. a summer yep. day of what that looks like for a like real a vegas resident oh, yeah. a real working dj in las vegas okay you're probably going to start at a pool and your call time might be 11 or 12 okay and this is not even either you work the night before or not it doesn't matter you got to be there so there you're doing either depends on the pool obviously but you know if it's like uh like a hotel pool you know like i do a couple pools out here at the venetian and palazzo and you're there for four to six hours, you know, usually. And what are you and playing? Is Are they strict? There. Are they coming up to you and saying, hey, change it. This person just bought yeah. a table. Or do you have like a vibe you stick with and kind of do your thing? Yeah, sometimes. like Well, like for a hotel pool, it's it's 
you got to play clean because it's, you know, families and stuff. Uh, unless you're doing like the adult pools and then over there you get people that are a little older and they're a little more sauced up a little and they ask for random stuff just to just to ask you, you know, they just want to be cool or, you know, they just have that attitude. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, if you're doing like a Nike, like a, a day club or something, you got to come with energy right away, you know, because they want people to feel like there's a party going on right when you walk in, you know, so even at 11 a.m. Yeah, even then you you want to get you want to get the like the tracks loud. You want to get them really beefy, like you want it funky. You know, you want people comfortable, but you want it you want it to be known that there's there's something going on, even if it's early. Are you, you know? quick mixing? Are you letting stuff ride? Because for a six hour shift, I mean, it's a lot of music you're burning through. In the beginning, not so much. Maybe after an hour, you know, you see more people. They get on the dance floor or the pool. You know, depending. And after that, yeah, you're definitely quick mixing, drop to drop, chorus to chorus. You know, when it comes to dance music, uh, when it comes to pop and hip hop, you kind of let things ride a little bit or you play a cool remix of it. I mean, that's what I do. But uh, let's say that shift's done at what, five or six? And is uh, yeah. this not everyone a headliner comes on so no uh but if if one were to they might play two hours in the middle of your set but you have to stick around and go yeah back you on, got to right? stick around usually unless they have a closer some places do some places don't i'd rather just stay and just hang out you know it's more money obviously so you can hang out and then uh sometimes you got to do a dinner set after that you know you start at seven Okay, wait, so what time does this pool party end? Because I, I don't think like, a lot of these guys that listen really yeah. understand. They're like, oh, I want to be, I want to DJ in Vegas. But <laughs> I don't think they really fucking get it. So so we're yeah. at, what time are we at that just ended the pool? Okay, let's, okay, let's say uh, you're there at 11. You're done by maybe f- 4 to 5 now. And then you got to get to the dinner set. Okay, do you if have any time to grab set. food? Did you bring a lunch pail? Well, <laughs> most pools serve food, so you get comp food okay. most All of the right. time you know right. uh i definitely don't drink during the day that's how i get by but a lot of people do it differently and then sometimes you'll you'll have to do that dinner set between uh six or seven to ten you know and where would a like dinner set spot. be where is that like, like it might towel? be in the same hotel or right. it might be you know somewhere off the strip you might do that it just depends because there's different time slots but i'm just i'm just thinking like one day that I that I had to do, so it yeah. would be like eleven. Oh, I love it. To four or five, and then you do like a dinner set at a, a bar or a restaurant. You you would do like six or seven to ten or eleven, and then after that you would go to a nightclub, get there maybe ten or eleven, and then eleven to close. And close could be two a.m. or it could be four a.m. And then you got to do it all over again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that's a lot are, of hours. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. A lot of people think they can do it, but it's a lot. It's draining, you know, especially after six months of doing it. Like you, you definitely feel tired. And Vegas summers, you're, this is seven days a week, right? This is, or do you get a day off or how does that work? Well, during the week it's, it's, it's lighter, you know, but our weekends start on Thursdays usually. Right. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays, a little bit. I know it sounds really confusing, like my times, but. Just, no, yeah. the, the reason you want to. As a resident, you're getting in with everybody, right? So the more right. shifts you do, the more they they know they can rely on you. So yeah, never say no. To, never say no. Yeah, never say no. Just say yes if if you want to get out there and 
you want to get more bookings, just just be reliable, be available. I mean, as much as you can and uh, be professional, always be prepared, you know, have your wires, you know, club kits, all that stuff, you know, be ready for any type of setup, you know, whether you're on CDJs, turntables, uh, there's so many mixers now, you know, you got to have all the drivers and some places don't have Wi-Fi, make sure you tether it with your phone. There's just so much. Let's you know, let's go talk through. about when you're at the nightclub and a bottle service nightclub with uh, promoters and people like that. They're coming up to you and you need to have a song. You need to have just about every song right on the fly. They're like, hey, mm -hmm. drop the song now. This is requested. Maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I am kind of a music hoarder. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> one of my problems. <laughs> but especially when it comes to hip hop, I, I auto download all the new stuff. All of it. All of it. Yeah. And if I don't use it within six months, I'll, I'll delete it. What I do. But yeah, uh, like I said, it's a problem that I have. I am a big music hoarder and rarely, rarely I, I play everything I download, but I just like to have it just in case. But it, and, especially in yeah. Vegas, it comes into your yeah. benefit, right? Cause they'll right. come up and be like, Hey, drop this now. Or uh, I, I mean, yeah, I've been paid, you know, like one K in chips one time just for a song that, that I had to download on the fly, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah, you have to. I think too. Sometimes you know when you're in those situations, you're in a more nightclub situation that that's that's selling things. You know, they're selling uh, the uh, they're selling this idea of this great party, and you know you're paying for it. If you're a customer there, it's almost like you have to be prepared for those moments because mm -hmm. you know when people are coming in and spending so that kind of money, like. You have to kind of cater to them a little bit, you know, and I think, you know, it's different than just playing a bar, you know, like on a, you know, in a smaller city like where I'm at, where it's like you're not doing you're not there's not some guys coming in, coming in and dropping one hundred thousand dollars right now, no. you know, and it's like mm -hmm. you have to be prepared for those moments and you have to have the music and you and, and you know, having the new stuff, having all of the stuff, you know, sometimes being a hoarder is necessary in those situations. Um, I mean, just just in my experiences, that's why I do that because I have yeah. been in those situations many times. Where I'm like, I didn't have that song, and then I got the manager breathing down my neck, like, how how do you not have that? How do you not have that? Like, and then you look like you're incompetent, right? So it's yeah, like, and you never want to feel like that again. So after that, I just started downloading everything, everything, and it's been it good sense. so far. Um, <laughs> totally makes sense. I, I also want to hear about opening for a dj or opening for a big artist like a, a little john who is a dj right maybe they have a do not play list that they they send you or just understanding your lane and understanding how to keep the energy hot because a lot of people come from out of town in vegas and you know 10 a.m 10 p.m is is early and that headliner don't go on till one so how do you keep that energy hot for that long and not, not, not step on yeah. toes well it just depends on the artists, I guess, I, I definitely don't play any of their uh, tracks at all. Or if I do, it'll be way early, like way early in the night. Like uh, usually when I open up, I usually play for the staff for the first 20 minutes. Right. You know, even if it's like a house club, you know, like I know the staff there. Maybe it's not their thing, but I'll play like hip hop for a little bit just to get them going, get them feeling good. And then I'll bring it back up and then keep the energy up. Then you got to have waves, right? Now you got to drop it down so they go back to the bar and start, you know, drinking more. You got to make the place money. I mean, that's what it's about, right? So usually I just I just do what I can, keep people there, keep the energy high, 
and I slow it down about 20, 30 minutes before the headliner gets on. So like if I would open up for little John, that's probably, that's probably like the hardest because when I did, I, I would never play any of his tracks that were even, or, or even had his sample on it. Right. Or he produced or yeah. Started like, or I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. So if there's like something in a track that says, you know, put your fucking hands up, you know, I wouldn't play it yeah. because I didn't want his voice heard yet because right. once he gets on that mic you know he's got that energy so totally so that's like my process with it yeah it's it's hard and uh especially dj in that many hours i think if w- once you get to the nightclub i would be fried and then that's when you have to like put the <laughs> it's a really... that's when i started drinking yeah tequila man it helps tequila and some red bulls and fuck yeah coffee and tequila water 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 gotta hydrate out here man hydrate it's very important (laughs) drew do we want to do the 60 second rant here yeah i know mike mike said he's all mike mike says i'm old and i got a lot to fucking complain about (laughs) all right one well, there is wait, 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 we got oh, we we an intro. Oh, video. I forgot. We gotta, we yeah, so we're going to play the 60 second rant here, uh, <laughs> our segment video, and then we'll get into it. So here we go. Hey, Drew and Fuse. Peter Griffin calling in. I want to hear what really grinds DJ's gears. You know, besides from bad bunny requests from a phone or DJs stealing custom mashups of YMCA and Macarena and using it on their own TikToks. Hey, this week's guest, what grinds your gears? Well, two come to mind. I know it's 60 seconds, but it's going to be longer. Sorry. But... It's all right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, Let it rip. Let it transi- rip. Transition records. Transition records. Okay. Uh, I'm not a fan of uh, tone play. I'm not a fan of it. Oh, I, I'm right there with you, bud. I'm not a fan. I have to not agree. Of it. Not a fan. There are guys that do it well, but, you know, I get it. But if it doesn't sound like the track you're going into, then uh, what's the point? And, like, I, I just can't. Uh, another thing with transition records, let's say you're going to 100 to 128, but you're mixing the song at 105, right? And then they forget to put <laughs> like the pitch back to zero. So now your song is super fast, you know, and they, they forget. And I'm just like, bro, we got to slow it down or, you know, <laughs> that. Uh, what else? Uh, EQs. A lot of DJs don't use their EQs. So you when one song's louder than the other, I mean, that's what the mixer's for. So you can beef it up or turn it down. You know, some acapellas might be too high and, you know, some songs may be too bassy. Like, you know, like figure it out, make it smooth. You know, <laughs> I, I just hate it when like it's really like loud and then you, you go into like a really low song. It's like, ah, oh, it just kills the energy. But was that 60 seconds? I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> Keep it going. What else? Drivers, download your drivers, download your drivers. There's nothing worse than just going up, plugging in and going, I don't know what to do. Hey, help me out. Like, <laughs> it's the worst, but yeah, I guess that's it. So for now, what, for now. what about with tone plays? What about if they fake it while the, the fake, the pre-made one and they're like the hitting the buttons? Is that cool? I haven't seen that. 
People do oh. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. You, you haven't been scrolling the Instagram or the TikTok. Uh, have- I, I mean, I have a TikTok account, but I don't use it. But, you know, there are some guys that, I mean, on the video, it's different. But if they're doing it live, like I've never, I'm, I'm obviously not going to go to that show if I think it's fake. <laughs> so, you know. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> but there are some guys that do it really well, though, you know, and those guys are awesome. You know, I'm not talking about the guys that do it really well or do it originally. <laughs> I'm talking about the people that play the the tone plays. If you were to just look at the the crowd, they're like, "DJ, what the fuck are you doing? Just play the song." <laughs> that too. There's a lot of that. I mean, but that goes into just looking up as a DJ and watching what's working and watching what's doesn't, or watching if people are fucking annoyed by what the fuck you're doing. You know, like you could piss people off a little bit, but pissing them off unintentionally pissing them off isn't good you know we're like if you're intentionally pissing them off to do something i feel like that's one thing but if you're right. unintentionally pissing them off like you need to change that right or look up <laughs> <laughs> and so a lot of transition records you almost don't even really need as anymore just with the just cold drop it from the top man I love the slam edits or, you know, the impact yeah. edits, you know, with the boom and then it just yeah. resets yeah. everything. Like I just, I just do that now. Or I just, you know, reverb it out, spin it back, say some bullshit on the mic if you need to, and then just drop a song. Like I don't really use transitions as much as I used to now that yeah. I'm more comfortable with the mic, you know, being on Twitch and stuff like, yeah. 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 That's one thing that, that that's one thing that helped me out a lot on Twitch is being more comfortable on the mic. I never used the mic before. Like, yeah. Yeah. And well, that's big now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I agree. It, it pretty much have to be on the mic a little bit. It definitely helps. A little bit, yeah. I mean, when you see the sparklers come out, you know, and if you're not saying something, it's kind of like, okay, it's just a weird show, and it's kind of awkward. And even the girls that are doing it, they're kind of awkward, too. They're just like, eh. Like, <laughs> especially early on in the night, like if it's like 1030 and you got a bottle coming out, I'm like, man, it's early. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, too. And then you got to read real quick. <laughs> Sometimes they don't let you know, right? So, right. The timing's always off. and like <laughs> in, in Vegas, though, for those uh, scenarios, you are supposed to have certain songs, right? Uh, some Depends some on the club. Then, yeah, it just depends. I mean, I. I mean, there are some clubs that are very like cheesy. They'll do like uh, you know, the Rocky or the, you know, Nintendo. Like, <laughs> like they'll do something like weird like that, and I just feel like uh, we don't need to do that. I don't think we need to do any of that. But... The last thing we always do is the sauce, the takeaway, the big takeaway. Uh, let's play our last video, and that's it. We'll wrap it up. All right, I'm gonna hit him with some sauce. Ah, the name is Bootsy, baby. And uh, this shout-out goes out to Drew and Hughes, all the way from Cincinnati to the LBC Bobble. Yeah, I was told you guys are quite the chefs, and you got a delicious sauce that you cooked up. Ooh, and it drips that swagoo and breaks down the recipe. Yeah, and you giving up the because it's funky as in good that is finger funkin good on the one by the power of the one yeah without that there is none so get yours and be in tune with the one that 
Get it, baby. <laughs> there it is, Bootsy Collins. I like Hit it though. I like it. I like it. Hit us with the recipe. <laughs> ah, the sauce. I don't know. Uh the key to your success, living in Vegas, Twitch streamer, going to San Diego. What's the key to longevity in this game of DJing? Or what's something you learned Man. over the over your career? Always got to evolve, right? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, keep press photos fresh, your EPK fresh, uh, network, network, network. That's like the, the number one thing. The more people, the more people, you know, the better. I think that's like all my residencies, residencies that I've ever had in Vegas or anywhere were all referrals, referrals. Like it was never like, uh, Hey, you know, I'm trying to get in here or anything like that. It was just like, hey, I know a good DJ. Let's try Mike out. They put me on, try me for a couple of weeks. And then you just stick around as long as you're professional. I mean, I have made some mistakes, you know, with drinking and stuff like that. But, you know, you learn from them, you know. Good thing it happened early on and not now, right? So you just learn those lessons. But uh, keep on top of music. Practice, 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 practice is probably the number one thing that'll keep you going. Love what you do. You know, when people ask me, hey, I want to DJ, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you like music, right? He's like, yeah, I like music. I'm like, yeah, but are you obsessed with music? Like, are you obsessed with it? Because Even stuff you don't like, right? You know what I mean? Exactly. Because <laughs> eventually you're going to start playing stuff you're not going to like, you know, just to work because it is a job, right? Yeah. So, so totally. that's one thing. Like, you got, you have to be really obs obsessed with music. You, you can't just like music. You got to be obsessed <laughs> to love what you're doing, you know? But, totally. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah. Just just be professional. Be polite. With the networking, yeah. maybe you get some tips. Do you slide into people's DMs? Do you just show up <laughs> to their gigs and and just support them? I mean, yeah. Just do, do you show up when they're mixing and ask them for, for work <laughs> right then and to play a no, song? No, 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 no. Usually, you just go hang out where you where you want to DJ and you know see what they're playing and learn from it. You know, uh, a perfect example would be uh, like XS and Tris. I, I would go there before I even was considered being hired, you know. And when I did get the green light to do it, I was already prepared. You know, I already knew what they wanted. You know, right. so preparation, I guess, is key, you know. And I lasted there for about, I don't know, seven years, more or less. Yeah. Stay prepared. You don't have to get prepared. Right, right. Well, now I think now I would probably just carry a USB drive on me all the time. You know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been in those situations before. It's like, oh man, if I had a USB, like I could totally like save the day right now. <laughs> if you run into a guy named Drew and he's just uh, had that one extra shot, and you got that USB. <laughs> on his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Save a Club just rolls yeah, in with the yeah, USB. Go to go to all DJ's birthday nights. Like <laughs> just bring in a USB. I'm pretty sure they're gonna eat it. <laughs> Tip oh, of the century right there. There's the sauce yeah. for you. Go to DJ's birthday nights with the USB stick. They're gonna need Captain a DJ. Fam. They're going to need a DJ. <laughs> Even on my birthday, like I would I would ask uh someone to open, right? And go, hey, can you just stick around, like close? Because I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna, gonna want to or I'm gonna train Rick eventually, you know. <laughs> but yeah. but you if it's your birthday, a you get a pass, you get a pass on your birthday, right? That's a great sauce, a great tip, <laughs> definitely. 
Well, we appreciate you taking the time to be on the show with us here today. Before we uh, wrap it up here, uh, do you want to hit everybody with uh, your socials, where they can find you, and all that good stuff? Yeah, um, I'm on everything at DJ Mike Carbonell. DJ M I K E C A R B O N E L L on everything and uh, catch my streams on Twitch. That's where I'm mostly active and Instagram. Give those times for Twitch again. Oh, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific time and Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Those are my shows. And you said you do some weekends or pop ups uh, most of the time on Sundays, you know. If I do, if I'm if I'm not working, you know, like right now, uh, it's not pool season yet, so I, I may pop up or I will hang out with other streamers and go to their place and do a set, you know. So the best way to keep in touch is just IG, you know, follow me on there. Thanks for being on, dude. Appreciate it. And yeah, you get a, a bunch of uh, custom and exclusive edits on clubkillers.com. If you guys yes. go over there and search mm-hmm. Mike's name, you can find all his custom stuff too. So, yeah. Totally. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. Until next time, we will see you guys later.